you know, we live in a weird year. 2020 has not been the perfect year for anybody. But with a little motivation, you might be able to adapt. Today's guest is somebody who is motivated enough to make a small change to keep up with his training regimen. He's an aspiring athlete who is training to participate in one of the world's most prestigious endurance sporting events. I'm going to be honest. After this conversation, I started analyzing everything that I can change for a better... You know what? Wait, I'm talking too much. Let's just get into the conversation with my friend Vishnu. Hi. Hi. What up? Hi. I'm. I'm. Hi. I'm Vishnu Kaushik, uh, from Heritage University, third year, and I'm. I'm like a part-time athlete as well as like a part-time musician. On the side, I'm trying to complete my engineering degree and get a job. Hopefully, the fields I'm looking for. Yeah. Well, how is the um, uh, marathon thing coming up? Is it a marathon? Uh, well, uh, I'm like right now. I've I've done with four marathons up to now. Four marathons and one official official with medals. Four marathons and one uh, half marathon. So I'm right now. I'm focused on getting uh, a very respect respectable time in my marathon, and I'm training right now for uh, Ironman. So how do you train for this Ironman thing? Like, what is the Ironman basically? Because I've heard about these things, but I've never really okay. bothered to read about it. Okay, so the Ironman is like um, uh, a tri- triathlon, uh, like a triathlon with like is a swimming, cycling, and a running uh, race course. So basically, it would be like the Ironman, the whole full Ironman is basically a three point eight kilometer swimming. 180 kilometer cycling and a full marathon, which is like 42.2 kilometers back to back. That's an Ironman. So you, yeah. this the, is all the, uh, the Ironman. I'm focusing. How long? Uh, like, uh, like the official cutoff it depends on the course, but official cutoff in the uh, like the Ironman Championships is around like 18 hours. That's the cutoff. You have to cross the finish line within 18 hours. So you have to do it in like one stretch, is it? Yeah, it's in one stretch, yeah. How do you like train for this thing basically? Because it's not like you just run around back and forth so, and like you get the endurance for it, is it? Yeah, like uh, like what I'm focusing right now is not the full Ironman, but the half Ironman, which happens every year in Dubai, uh, which is like basically half of all those numbers. So like around like 2.4 something, 1.8 or 2.2 kilometers swimming and then 90 kilometers cycling and a 21.1 kilometer run. That's the half Ironman. It's called so the is Ironman. Is it also 9 hours instead of 18 hours? Oh, I'm not sure about the cutoff, but I would I would make, I think it, it would be like 12 hours. It would be 12 hours approximately. 12 mm. hours. I'm not sure. And so like, my training, like I've been, mm. like I've been training over here here for like for the past like one one and a half months but the but, but the problem with this is because, because of the lockdown i can't train outside i can't go for a swim or go for go for cycling and stuff but i'm just running i'm just running like crazy in my in my terrace do you think like being stuck in india is like gonna like is massively affecting your training and all these things because 
Uh, I wouldn't say just stuck in India. It's, I mean, I would say like if I'm in India, I train better because over here I have like a runner's group and all those stuff. Like I have a sort of like a support system, a group of a group of people who run and stuff like regularly, like almost every morning. But in Dubai, I don't have that. But when I'm in India, like now because of the lockdown specifically, it's like becoming a hassle because in my in my like what. 40, 40 meter loop in my terrace and running like 10 kilometers, 15 kilometers. And like, is it like, how did you start with this? Like what, why did you start doing this? Because as like, until I spoke to you like a few days back, like I didn't know you used to, you do these things. Yeah. So basically how I started running is, um, well, ever since 2016, I was like on and off running. Like, once a month or like three, four times a month, I ran. It's like just basic stuff. And then in, a, in a, like towards like 2018 of April, not 2018, yeah, 2018 April, like April, May, those two months, I ran like pretty much every alternate days for like two months. But then after that, I just stopped running for like another six months. So then, then the standard chartered Dubai Marathon for 2019 came. And then my dad is like, do you want to perform, do you want to run for uh, the marathon? I was like, I mean, how long is it? I didn't know anything about a marathon. I didn't know anything about a marathon. Like, I didn't know what a marathon was. But then he was like 42. I was like, huh, okay. I just, just like, just said, okay. And I just signed up for that. Just blindly, 42.2. I just said, okay, 42.2. How do I do this? I haven't ran like more than 15 kilometers before. How am I going to do 42.2? Then I was like, and then I was like, it was like two weeks out there, out there uh, race. Like two weeks before the marathon, I started training. I was like starting off like two, kilo, uh, like two kilometers, four kilometers, six, 10, 12, like that. I was like going periodically and then reducing it back into periodically for two weeks. And then in the race day, I ran like five hours, 31 minutes, like my first marathon. With like minimal training. Did you complete the race? Yeah, I completed it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, like uh, five hours, 31 minutes. Oh, five hours. That that seems painful to me. Like I don't run at all. <laughs> no, man. Like, like, like I feel like as, as soon as you run, you get like this feeling that pretty much anyone can do because I did it. Because it's like for the first half, it's like sure, physical, uh, physical, uh, uh, like you say, it's about your physical. But then uh, the second half is about your mental strength. Because physical strength can take you like to a certain degree in that race, or basically in life, if physical can take you a certain degree. But then rest all you have to cover it by mental. Like right now, I'm trying to build my athletic brand. Like looking for sponsorship to like someone to fund me because uh, because of the Ironman thing. Because one, it's extremely expensive because I got to get the equipment, like psych, uh, the cycle, and then the registration, and then the management and all this stuff. So it's pretty expensive. I'm starting right now to find find the uh, find like a sponsorship who is willing to sponsor me for that. Like initially, right now, I'm just trying to build my reputation as a runner and as a uh, endurance athlete for the next like three, two to three months. How do you go about doing that? Because it's like you don't like because of this Corona thing, right? Like there's no races or anything. So like, yeah, exactly. It's become a it's quite, become quite a pickle. So like. What I'm trying, I changed my Instagram mostly like, uh, mostly relate, my stories are mostly related to running and fitness right now. 
So what what I'm planning to do is like try to motivate as much as try to motivate people as much as possible to do some like physical activity and stay active during these lockdown times. I, I, the, th- the thing I did was uh, last uh, not last Sunday, the Sunday before this, I uh, I ran a marathon in my in my rooftop in my terrace. I ran a marathon, and for completing the marathon, I was uh, published in the Finishers Magazine. Wait, how do you do that in like in your terrace? Like how big is your terrace? Is it like is it like are, are those like the old joint terraces? Uh, forty meters. Wait, forty meters is just your. Yeah, old ones like those old. Oh, okay. In a circle, forty meters. Forty meters. That's that's pretty decent, right? Like for a terrace. I mean, no, wait. Let me get this straight. I, I think I think I have the math wrong. Isn't forty meter like too small for a map? So do you just go around and around and around like? Yes. In but I switch up the directions regularly. Like I have a pattern. Like ten, ten, uh, ten rounds clockwise. Ten rounds anti-clockwise. Ten. Five rounds clockwise, five rounds anti-clockwise. I have a, I have a pattern. So then I don't, my body doesn't get used to one round and then my... Don't you get like dizzy? No, because the thing is, it's big enough to not get dizzy, but it's small enough. So it's like, it's sort of like equally balanced. But again, like, like you're going one direction and the other direction. Like, won't you like get confused or anything? Uh, no, I, no, I don't think so. Because I have my uh, phone tracking my distance. So even if I get confused, I don't mind because I'm just going, I'm just covering up the uh, distance. So I don't, I, I don't have a problem right now. Uh, I mean, like right now it's getting slightly annoying because like it's getting like tedious. To, it's like it's starting to get tedious, but like I don't know. Actually, I don't mind it to be honest. I don't mind it. Like right before running, it gets tedious. It's like, oh, I gotta run now in this circle for for how long? Have you have you like looked at things like like self branding and all these things? Like there are like I've seen like a lot of different courses and all these things on self branding. Like, have you ever gone through one of those? Yeah, I'm 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 trying to do that. I'm trying to do that, but I'm right now just like mapping out my stuff. Hmm. I'm just mapping out the stuff right now. Because I got a lot of things in my plate right now. Plus, because I got like a project to work on, and then I have my exams, and then I have like an online immune session, so uh, conference. So like, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to like uh, a lot times uh, allocate times properly in my timetable. You know, I'm in lockdown. I'm pretty busy, so like, like I, I need to work on that. But this COVID is like this Corona lockdown is kind of giving me a hiccup because it's really annoying. Yeah, because it's it's not normal. Everything's brand new. Like you weren't expecting this, and like it just makes things further like worse because of like everything's all on you. You it it comes as an assumption that you're free, but you probably aren't that free also because of this. Um. Well, it's just like yes, indeed. There's like we need to take the like a big step. Like we need to take a step. Like we need to think extra on how we're gonna move. When there's a lockdown, because this lockdown is unprecedented, you could say, because like we never experience anything like this. We don't know what to do in this situation, so we we don't know how to move around, move along, move in this situation. So like figuring that out has been like a big like at first initially when the lockdown happened, I didn't train for like a, for like two weeks because I was like, what am I going to do? It's like like how am I going to like train on stuff? I just did like home workouts, like basic like squats push-ups and stuff like that but then i was like how am i gonna run and then i saw like some few people like run in their home i was like you know what 
I have a terrace. It's sort of big enough. I'll go for it. Like people, like they need to look around their environment and then see, like you, before the lockdown, they looked around their environment and there's like, they didn't see anything advantageous. Now during the lockdown, there's a lot of things around you that, that you can take advantage of. And I think people should do that rather than like sit in the couch and do whatever. I mean, if you want to sit in the couch, you can go out and sit in the couch. But like, if like after a certain point in time, you you will get lethargic, you, you will feel like shit. Yeah, actually, yeah. I, 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 I agree to that because like I feel like terrible all the time because I don't do anything and I just blame my, I end up blaming the circumstances rather than actually trying to adapt to it. Everyone, that was me like last month. That's, yeah, like, like, like now, you just look around, look around you, like you can, you, there was, there'll be certain, there'll certainly be something you would do right now. Look around you, try to like somehow improve yourself because during the lockdown, if you improve yourself, because most of the people won't be doing anything. So during the lockdown, if you improve yourself, you will have an advantage post lockdown over the whole, over the population. So like you work on your like extracurriculars or like sports or something during the lockdown, you'll have an extra little advantage over the whole population that hasn't been doing anything during the lockdown. That's also true. And plus, I don't think it's like worth sulking around because of this. Like it's about time we have to adapt to this because we don't know how long this is going to go. It's, there's no timeline also. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, like I, that's what I'm saying. My mom is being optimistic and I'm being too realistic. It's like a big clash in my home because my mom is like, you know what? It will, it will get low. It will get low over here. The all the lockdown will go by the end of this month, end of next month. I was like, no, I don't think so. The lockdown is going out by September or October because I don't think so. This is going down. So like, have you read about the Spanish flu? I think it lasted for like two years or something, and it was because like people quarantined and then they did not and it, it was a whole blunder yeah it was a blunder especially for, like suppose like uh, you see uh, San Francisco popularly didn't implement that much strict uh, 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 just in quarantine like lockdown like quarantine rules they suffered the most during the Spanish flu when it hit the hit US and then so, I think Pennsylvania or something uh, they they implemented the lockdown from day one and then they control the curve. So like, like implement, yes, it, I, it makes sense. Like, but the Spanish flu was deadly because it was during the 1980s, 1918. It was right after the world war. So like people didn't have the knowledge back then. People didn't, the information didn't flow as quick as it does now. I mean, we take it for granted, but back then if it was like the Corona, Corona would be like 10 times deadlier. I don't know, but maybe they would, it would be 10 times deadlier. I think that's one of the other things, right? Like when we compare statistics, when we compare statistics, we say this isn't deadly enough. It probably could be deadly enough if we weren't aware of it. Yeah, exactly. Like initially, look, I'm also guilty. When in, when initially Corona hit, I was like, you know what, like what, 5,000 deaths? Like what, the flu like kills more than all this stuff. But then, uh, then shit hit the fan. Basically shit hit the fan. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> okay, this is actually bad. Like is actually bad so like i mean what can you do it's it's just how it is yeah i think they again like as you said right like there's no point in something around it's about time we make changes yes exactly exactly like oh yeah by the way speaking of corona i've been missing like the lockdowns and shutdowns by like hair like like air hairlines like like i came from uh like i was in switzerland i went to uh like, you know, when uh, Milan's uh, whole corona pandemic started, Italy's whole pandemic started, 
I was in Geneva back then. I was in Geneva then. So I was like, I was like, we were like the next, the day when the cases hit from like two to like 300 or 3000, we were supposed to go to Milan that day. So you just missed it by... I, yeah, then we cancelled it at the end. Uh, by end, what we, we wasted like three, 30 euros. I mean, it's better than getting the corona. And then like, and then as soon as we came to Dubai, they shut, the, uh, as soon as we left the Dubai airport, it's, we left the Dubai airport like early morning. But then uh, later that evening, they cancelled all the e-gates and stuff. And then everyone has to go through uh, immigration immigration check-ins and uh, thermal screenings and stuff. Like on the, on the same day, like I've been missing the lockdown like by inches. Yeah, so let me get this right. So you you came, you were in uh, Mila, this thing, Geneva. You came to Dubai and then you went to India? No, I was in Geneva. Then I went to Dubai. And that was like... Uh, end of Feb, like 29th of Feb. And then that's when they like shut down all e-gates and stuff. And then they made everyone go through thermal screenings and stuff. Right on that very day I landed. Right after I left, they started implementing that. So it's like you've been like just running around, like avoiding all these. (laughs) I've been running away. Yeah, I've been like missing it by like inches. And And then March 1st to like the first week of March was, I went to uni. It was all normal for the first three days. After that, shut down. They was like, they, they started sending me, there was like some rumor that they're going to shut down all unis. We didn't believe it. There was, there was like a post or something from the KHD, right? To, uh, asking them to shut down all. That they deleted it. Did they? Yeah, they deleted it. Because immediately after that, like everything happened. Like I think, Two days or something. That's what it took. Oh, because I uh, because I thought I saw a post from KHDS saying it's gonna like shut down or like rest, like lock down all the universities. But then they deleted it later, and then two days later they posted the same thing. Oh, okay. So what happens is I saw this. I think I saw this post second time they posted it. Like they posted it on like Tuesday or something. Wednesday, Thursday I went to uni, and then the next week onwards it's completely over. Oh yeah, and then that, yeah, and then like the first week was like oh shit, and then that first. For half, for second half of the first week was like all like orga- like professors making us sit down and then like telling us what we're gonna do, how we're gonna do, organizing all and all this stuff. Like uh, it was crazy, but it was like fun because like cool because like my kids would hundred percent sure my kids won't experience the stuff I'm experiencing right. Now. You wouldn't want that to happen, right? Like it, you don't want it. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. I, of course, I don't. No, I don't want it that because it's like a once in a lifetime experiences for like three, four generations to come. Like you could go back and say, yeah, we survived the pandemic over there. How, how did your like uni uh, like take care of this? Like I heard like mixed things, right? Like some of my friends told me like they completely canceled classes and all these things. They take care. They took care of it great. Like like the first two weeks uh, of the uh, lockdown, they said like it's university like for some. Holiday like Easter holidays. We all we, every year uh, every year we have uh, the whole month of April is for Easter holidays and for study breaks. So so basically that was a like uh, Easter holiday kind of thing. The that part like first two weeks is like a break and then then after that they started online classes and then start giving out like that two weeks the professors took time and like organizing and how they're gonna approach this approach our subjects and projects. So like and then they just after that they just told us what to do and how to do it and guided us and they were like anytime. They were, they were available anytime through Microsoft Teams, so it was great. It was fine. I found it uh, convenient. I found it good. Coming back to the point, right? Like, let's say if this was to go for like the 
like let's say like it's gonna go for like the upcoming year or something like even till september how badly is it gonna affect all your ambitions like running the iron man and all these things uh to be honest i don't think so it would because like i'm too much of a i'm too resilient of a person to let that stop me like like i would figure out a way to do it some way or the other i will figure out a way to do it annoyingly i'll figure out a way to do it because like look in my mind it's already like predicting because mass producing the vaccines would take like mid 2021 mass producing and mid or end of 2021 so like if i if I, i'm predicting the worst case scenario this thing drags on till uh, the vaccine is even it uh, is mass produced because that's the worst case scenario so like i don't i in my mind it's set to that so then like if i'm if i'm working towards anything i'm working towards in the long to long worst case scenario i'm preparing for the worst hoping to- i think that's something that's missing from a lot of people right because like we are looking at short term like if something i start doesn't go well in the first 6 months then i should quit that's my thought right like but when you you like talking to you i can feel like maybe i should think about the long term as well nobody nobody really looks at long term anymore oh yeah like like it's kind of it's like i mean yes i can see that a lot of people because like people are too hyper focused these days because like everything comes and goes comes and goes comes and goes like i don't see uh, i don't see something is i don't see a lot of things in in long term view which i should see but i uh but i learned from that like i make sure i see the long, uh, the bigger picture because if you if i'm going to see if i'm going to see what's in the short what's happening going to happen in the short term i'm just going to be staring at nothing so if i see in the long if i see the bigger picture it's much better it gives me a clearer view and gives me more time to prepare and all this i think it also gives you like this room to adapt to things also which is clearly not the case with me Ex- uh, uh, yeah exactly adapt adapt, adapt. adaptability is something everyone should like figure out because like i like i even if i even if i have a like 100% structured thing if everything goes off i don't ha- i don't have a problem if it goes off because like i'm very i'm very good in adapting because i shifted a lot of schools i've shifted like 11 schools so like every every school i go i have to adapt I have to adapt so like that trained me to adapt to a new environment or a new situation so i'm really good in adapting into any kind of situation i'm thrown there there are certain people who been like really comfortable like me i have change schools that much so i haven't really adapted like so if you like talk to somebody like me let's say you're talking to me right like how would you advise me to adapt to things like what would you see okay let me in the most unexpected places like, like go out of your comfort zone i would say like be uncomfortable as uh, like as uncomfortable as possible uncomfortable as possible like make sure you're like in your out of your comfort zone like discomfort to the most so then because in that, those situations you learn about a lot about yourself you pick those up and then you figure out how to navigate so like it helps you grow as a person and as like and in future it would be really helpful if you like like if you're shifting jobs if you're shifting like places and then it, it would be really helpful if you're adapt- adaptable if your adaptability is good is a situation so just seek this stuff that's you know the youtube channel yes theory no i haven't heard of it yeah like there's a youtube channel called yes theory where like the main tagline is seek this comfort and so it's sort of like mind mentality kind of thing so like be in out of your comfort zone that's what you my mentality is and that's what the, the youtube channel is it's a really great, great youtube channel mm. speaking of youtube like why don't you try doing things like on youtube motivate people and all these things like i think like that area is wide open and it helps you build things also right yeah it does but like uh, like you know funny thing i don't know why i find motivational speakers kind of corny 
why 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 do you say i don't that? know like 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 i understand i don't know like like motivation is because oh they really motivational but then because like like i don't know i just feel that i just feel like like every time some somebody speaks motivational to me is this like a cringe a bit because i's like okay because I, i'm just thrown aback that's all but then it's fine like i could do that but uh, i don't know how i'm going to approach that also. that also i'm trying to figure out i was actually planning to do like a series in uh, in insta in insta like an insta story kind of, not a story IGTV kind of thing where like I'm starting to make a series. It's like a daily morning, uh, daily run uh, uh, checklist. So like, check up. So basically, I would run, run before, like, uh, before the run. I would say how much distance I'm going to cover, or what I'm planning to do, how I feel before the run, while the run, and then after the run. Sort of like a thing. I was thinking of doing an IGTV series on that. That that seems fun actually. You know what we'll do with this? Like once it goes online, right? Let's see how people react to this. Like say like if people really want this thing, like let them text me, and then I'll let you know. So I think you'll have your validation whether or not it would work. Also, does that sound cool? Oh yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. I would actually do. I wouldn't mind doing that also. But also, yeah, I actually wouldn't mind doing that. I have a lot of free time. I can just take five minutes before the uh, five minutes like time out of my run five minutes before. Just tell them how I feel and then run and then yeah. I think it's yeah. I think I, I I don't know. I think I'll do that. Okay. Yeah. Let's see how the feedback goes. Seems fair. Yeah. So I think this is like a good place to wrap up. Otherwise, we can go on forever. Like I think I found this like I ideally I had like twenty minutes time limit for each one, but every conversation I. been having is at least like a half an hour. Oh yeah, one more thing. Yeah, by the way, one more thing. Like one of the main reasons I started running and I keep running is kind of because of my dad mm-hmm. because he's the one in the past one year ever since I started my first marathon has been taking has been taking me to these runs like like the last one which were my second marathon was in Abu Dhabi, the Adnok marathon. Oh, uh, he took me all the way to Abu Dhabi at 3 a.m. in the morning for the run at five. So like, like he he has been with me throughout this uh, journey and stuff. And I would like to thank him also, maybe. That sounds pretty cool, though. Not gonna lie, I mean it's motivating. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's been like uh, fun. He's been like supporting me like with the gear, like supporting me more morale wise, and then. the gears like registration wise and all this interesting so i think like it's a nice nice i think i'm i'm going to push like a hard stop on this otherwise we'll i'll ask more about your dad and then it will go on to a whole other conversation so before i do that let's say <laughs> yeah yeah 100% i perfect it was nice having you oh yeah oh yeah thank you for taking up your phone opening your favorite podcast player and listening to me talk to another person about motivation you can follow vishnu on instagram at vishnu_kaushik that is at vishnu v i s h n u underscore kaushik k a u s i k i'm also looking for more input on how i can improve this and all your suggestions are welcome on my instagram at insta for podcast that is insta for podcast thank you again and i hope you have a fabulous day